Good evening. We were here at 8 p.m. ish, kind of, on a Sunday evening with Xbox 7's Xbox 7 episode 63rd this week. I am Jamie once again joined by Graham. Uh, sorry, Hello. MPV Graham. Hello. Millie Man Ian. Hello. And the return of the beleaguered, but much uh, pleasure to see. I don't know what it was. Scottish Graf Ross, he's back. <laughs> Hello. Hey. How are you feeling, sir? Much better. Still, still a wee bit of a cough, but apart from that, doing good. Good, good. Like I said before, you sound a lot healthier than the last time. It's fine. I wouldn't be hard. Didn't have to disappear mid-show and run up to A&E. Yes, yes. I'm glad to see you're on the mend. Um, Much appreciated. Yeah, it's wonderful to have you back. It's just for us evening. Dan's not joining us. He's forgotten his safe word. Right. Can we get into uh, the swing of things, please? Let's get Let's into the video game news. And there is... Some Just a lot of one. Was there not much news this week, wasn't there? I don't think no, it was that big of a news. Much. Nothing big, at least. I don't know about you guys. I mean, Ian, I know me, myself and this new chatting about this briefly earlier this week, but Ross, you're you're welcome back. What would you do with $68.7 billion? Buy two massive video game companies? That sounds like a great idea. Like Graham, what, one, yeah. what about yourself? You got any grand, grand ideas for spending that amount of money? I thought I did, but I mean, what Ross said just seemed like such a good idea. Does, doesn't it? It really does. Oh, why not? Um, <laughs> you got it, flaunt it. Exactly. And apparently Mr. Big, Big Daddy Phil has got it because he spent that amount on Activision Blizzard, Blizzard? Blizzard slash Blizzard. King. Which um, is quite frankly Candy Crush for the win. I hope they gave him like unlimited lives when he plays Candy yeah. Crush now. So, so he hasn't got to keep buying the microtransactions. Buy the little fish. Yeah, so that obviously that sort of uh, shook the gaming world to its core on what was it, Monday, Tuesday this week when they announced that they purchased Activision Blizzard slash, I can't say Blizzard today, slash King for a frankly stupid amount of money um almost un- in inconceivable amount of money so i'll just very quickly go through what he said here. he said as a team we're on a mission to extend the joy and community of gaming to everyone on the planet uh we all know that gaming is the most vibrant and dynamic form of entertainment worldwide and we've experienced the power of social connection and friendship that gaming makes possible and then i think he puts fingers together like that and ah and that's <laughs> yeah. from behind him and Excellent. children you know choir starts <laughs> um as, because, a, as we yeah. pursue <laughs> As we pursue that mission, it's incredibly exciting to announce that Microsoft has agreed to acquire Activision. Oh, fuck, I can't say either of them. Activision Blizzard slash King. You always seem mm. to forget them all. Um, so it goes on for a lot longer than that, obviously. But he, the basic gist of it is they bought them and all the games and all their um, franchises, etc., etc., which obviously means things such as Call of Duty, uh, Candy Crush again, uh, Diablo, Overwatch, StarCraft. Um, fucking Starcraft, World of War, yeah, <laughs> uh, World of Warcraft, I was about to haunt you, hasn't it? and yeah. ten ton of, of other games. Uh, I was ahead of the curve. That's all it was. I just I had inside knowledge. That's what it was. You knew already what was happening. Yeah. So Ross, if you just want to, you know, throw out any other, you know, months, any other games that you fancy, I'll just yeah. yeah. You just have Drop the power to, to, to bring it in. So. Um, yes, yeah, so that and many, many more. I'll find a list of the games in a minute. I'll read them out. But it's a massive list. It's it's a massive list, but obviously the big ones are are those six really. Um, which I imagine things that called you Overwatch, etc. Starcraft perhaps come to Game Pass. World of Warcraft might fi- figure in there somewhere. I'm not sure what they do with Candy Crush. You can't really 
No, play that on your. I suppose you can play it on play it on your play it on your phone and just get sort of achievements through that. True, true. Yeah. If you're playing Candy Crush on a console, you're in trouble. (laughs) You've got issues. You need to rethink your life. I played a lot of worse games than Candy Crush on console, especially if you (laughs) bought yourself a nice new Series X or S. You know, people are struggling to get one. What game are you playing this evening? I might play Candy Candy Crush tonight. You know what? The ones that I didn't. The ones that I didn't even think of, and it wasn't until I'd seen that they want to bring back franchises and things like that. So, like Guitar Hero, um, apparently that's high up on the list to get that brought back. But it's going to be so strange that Xbox now owns Crash and Spiral. Yeah, yeah that's a bit spooky. Isn't it? it's, like, it's all PlayStation. That's the, yeah. It's, oh. it's just like a major. Like, We're slowly making our own Smash Bros. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Maybe that's Big Daddy feels plan all along he's like i can't make a smash brothers game yet because i haven't got the characters so just buy everybody just buy everybody yeah, chuck them. them in they just got to buy nintendo and add all them in oh, yeah he had a try but well, yeah. yeah they did have a try back in the day but yeah so while i look up this list of other games they've, they've uh, acquired now ross tell us your thoughts tell us your opinions i think it's awesome i don't think i don't think it's going to be massive in regards to current franchises uh, for like exclusivity I don't think they're stupid enough or cost themselves money to take COD away from Sony for example I don't think they'll only have that on uh, Xbox hey, you maybe get like the DLCs will arrive earlier on Xbox and you'll get customizables and shit like that that'll only be on Xbox but I don't think you'll see them moving first party type idea mm. or only on Xbox um, bringing back the old franchises is Quite cool. When I'd, I was a massive Guitar Hero fan back in the day uh, when it first launched, so if they're bringing that back, that'd be awesome. Uh, it's just it's just another feather in the gap for Microsoft. It's another set of studios that are going to be putting out AAA games, um, more more sort of spotlight on everything that Microsoft are doing right this current generation compared to the fuck-up that they yeah. had last time. It's just bringing all the momentum back to Xbox as much as Sony are still um, an amazing <coughs> console and they're still going to have amazing games, Microsoft now has the exact same and they yeah. have more of it at a more accessible way of doing stuff with Game Pass. That accessibility is the key, I think, because I've, I've listened to a lot of opinions over the last week of people for it, people against it and stuff, but that seems to be the main takeaway is Whereas before you obviously had to buy the games every year and you might not necessarily like PS5 um, had like or PlayStation had the exclusive on DLC for Call of Duty for what a year or something was it for some of the modes? More than that, I stuff. think it was it was in only two two and a half think, generations. Last, yeah, it might have been because uh, um, I remember Black Ops had a lot of stuff that was yeah. PlayStation exclusive, and there was more PlayStation with timed that, that uh, Spec Ops mode or something wasn't that was specific to PlayStation mm. or Xbox. Uh, whereas here, obviously, you've got a Game Pass subscription. You just get, well, in theory, you should just get a hat, hold of all of that, which I know yeah. it kind of flips the coin the other way. So it, effectively, it might take it away from PlayStation, but it'd be easier. Well, it's, it's spread out your PC game, uh, Xbox and the cloud to play them now, um, which is nice and lovely. Uh, Graham, any, I know you're not a massive Activision fan in terms of Call of Duty uh, and things like that, but is there anything that sort of you're interested by? By this acquisition, yeah, there was well, still plenty of titles to play. Um, things like Diablo, I did dabble in uh, World of Warcraft when it started, not so much now. Um, yeah, Call of Duty, not interested in that at all. But I mean, I mean, Blizzard did do, I think, quite a few games when 
back in the day that I was kind of interested in. Yeah. So it could be some of, if they do sequels to sort of older style games, then yeah, definitely could be interested on that. Um, my only thing is, it's like, when are they going to sort of stick their ass in PlayStation's face with it? It, it, this is no different to saying like we've agreed like a, a deal with Activision for so a lower amount to have all the games on Game Pass. Mm. But if nothing's going to change and sort of PlayStation are still going to get the titles, it kind of doesn't mean too much that the fact that they've bought them, yeah. unless they're going to do something, a sort of no, 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 no in PlayStation space, which Phil doesn't seem to have any interest in doing. Yeah. You yeah. think, you know, what's the taunt with it? You know, if you've got them, what are you going to try and do to sort of either make PlayStation pay more for the titles or sort of try and screw them over? I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose all of all of this is conjecture till they find it. They said very similar things with Bethesda, when they? We plan to honour existing agreements or we plan to um, honour legacy titles on those platforms stuff like that but then once they actually bought them they said right starfield's exclusive elder scrolls exclusive um all future titles will just continue to support on the older yeah. ones yeah that's what i think it will be i think the things like maybe maybe overwatch because overwatch 2 is obviously just due to come out in the next x amount of time and call of duty i think games like that they'll keep on both things but then the team behind sort of say diablo for example they'll get taken to one side to build a game that's only for Microsoft. And then games like <clears throat> StarCraft, for example, or Warcraft, they'll only be on PC because they're not going to go yeah. on the console anyway. But there'll be games that they'll let Sony have that will be beneficial for Microsoft, Overwatch, Call of Duty, games that will constantly bring in money for them. But it means that they're going to have other developers, other creative heads coming up with game ideas that they'll then push to only be part of the sort of Xbox family. Hmm. So I think they won't they won't make a big song and dance of we're going to take Call of Duty, we're going to take Overwatch and you're never going to be able to play them on PlayStation because that's going to cut their nose off to spite their face. But it's it's a studio that can then come up and say, okay, you've got God of War, this is what we'll make. You've got Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn, this is what we'll make. Yeah, and I think that's the way Phil wants to play it. He doesn't want to do it like a war. He just wants to say, "Well, look at all the great things Xbox are doing without pissing on Sony." Yeah, because they've kind of um, taken all of the Activision Studios, basically <coughs> Call of Duty farmers now, aren't they? So they all work yeah, on yeah. even even the people like you said that work on Guitar Hero, Skylanders, Spyro, Crash. They all went, "Well, right, you've done your fun game now. Now you're getting getting the grind. Make some fucking people shoot people in the face, please." Well, that's um, like the picture that you've got for like, the Xbox Blizzard Activision King, yeah. and it's got like Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty, Warcraft. When you start looking at the names that are at the bottom of that, that are not the big headlines, Treyarch, um, Sledgehammer, Infinity War, all the like ever Raven, everything that's to do with Call of Duty or Black Ops or whatever it is yeah. they, they've done it is now under the Microsoft banner. Yeah. So there's no reason that they can't you can't have Infinity War working on the next Call of Duty and Treyarch and Sledgehammer are then doing something else to go make another game solely for Microsoft. So let's let's, let's get into the Call of Duty side of things before we carry on. Um, I'll go around, do a quick round table as we like to do. Do you think it will, stay, it will go exclusive, like completely? Or do you think they'll just get extra, like, you know, early access to DLC or what have you? Um, or do you think they'll keep it on PlayStation because it, as you said Ross they're going to effectively cut off probably 
a large percentage of their player base who would play it. But by doing that, would they then convince them to buy an Xbox to play it? So, uh, Ian, you've been quiet. Let's go with you first. What do you reckon? Exclusive or are they going to keep it multi-platform? Exclusive. Maybe not the next title. Maybe they've already got a business plan ready for that, a contract. The ones afterwards, I can't see why they won't be. It's a way to get people to go to the console, really, surely. Exactly. Such a big deal. I mean, I don't know about all of you, but I'm pretty sure, Ian, some of the guys we play with uh, GTA with sometimes, Hmm. if... uh, if they weren't already playing on Xbox, I would imagine they would, because that's one of their main games, I think, isn't it? Yeah, they love Call of Duty, yeah. So yeah, so they would just follow it to, to an Xbox console, Graham? Yeah, I think that's the same. If they're ever going to sort of push people away from Sony, making those ones exclusive, because they're just like the one game console, cheap party ones, like you were saying, that they only buy a console for that particular game. Yeah. So if it's only on one console, then they ain't got much choice. <laughs> Let's just think of it this way. They spend five billion and people are going, oh, they wouldn't spend that much money and make their games exclusive. And they did. Yeah. I mean, six, seven yeah. billion. And they're still thinking, yeah, they're still making them exclusive because surely that and they made money back anyway. Yeah. You're going to make it exclusive. You're not going to give it to the other party and say, oh, yeah, look, you can have our games you as just, well. You can still have it. But again, I suppose that, that's a hell of a lot more money. So they've still got to try and recoup it somehow. And p- keeping it multi platform would at least facilitate that somewhat, I imagine. Um, but I read somewhere I can't remember where I read it, an article like when they announced the Bethesda deal and it was only five million I think they made that back in less than two months yeah, so yeah on a year but there's a difference between seven and a bit billion and nearly 70 billion which <laughs> 70 is, billion yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Ross say it makes it 10 months time 12 months time yeah. uh, so, and obviously Ross you're uh, of the opinion that they'll keep it multi-platform from the sounds of it I, th- I think they'll keep it sheer uh, across I think <clears throat> I know the other issue that there was with this was the, is it the Blizzard CEO, Kotick? That's the Activision CEO, yeah. yeah Activision we'll, we'll, CEO. We'll get into him, don't worry. All right, I was going to say, because I know that I know a lot of people would say, obviously, it was a bit of a bad move for Microsoft, having him as part of the discussions, and then more and more that I'm seeing it, it's a case of, as soon as the ink's dried on the paper, he's gone. Basically, yeah. Um, so it, it, it's a necessary evil at the moment that he has to be there to get it over the line. And then as soon as it's over the line, yeah, good luck in your future endeavours. Yeah, give him a, a, which will undoubtedly be, unfortunately, a, probably a, a large payday for him. And then yeah. like, off into the sunset you go. Um, right, one more very quick round table, then we'll go into some of these, this list of games here I've got that, that we want to see come back. Do you, speak, keeping on Call of Duty, do you think mm. they will remain with the yearly releases or do you think they will push it back so so for example as we said every studio is basically working on Call of Duty at the minute which is how they get one out every year because they have you know two studios working on one year two studios next blah blah, blah and then they just cycle through if they go back to just say Infinity Ward and maybe Treyarch they're going to have obviously have to take longer so do you think we might see it every two three four years or and if they do is that another way that's going to be affecting them getting their money back effectively because they're not going to have that guaranteed massive seller every single year Ross, you go first. Didn't, haven't they already confirmed that they're not going to be doing a yearly release anymore? I, don't, I haven't I thought, seen anything like that, but I mean, I, I suppose they can't confirm anything until the ink is dry, as you say. Yeah, I thought I thought yeah. they had already been saying that they they fully expect them to stop doing a yearly release yeah. for Call of Duty. Um, I don't think it'll be a bad thing. Um, I think the taking a break and coming back might be more beneficial. Look at what happened with Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And they took a break refresh the game 
came out was fantastic. Mm. Um, I'm not a big Call of Duty player, so it's not going to affect me either way. But I think Microsoft have enough studios for one and enough nuance to go, we don't need to be pushing these guys to put out a college every year because we've got other games that can fill in this market. Yeah. Especially so, with all the other especially shooter studios like you know machine games and three four three and uh, coalition yeah. coalition stuff like that. So I'd much rather they put out a college every two two year, two two and a half years for example. Mm. And then focused on making it old Call of Duties, like the ones where you had to play it because it was really good. Yeah. Um, and, and none of this shit they that they will put it recently. Then support the multiplayer for longer, basically. So rather than every year, basically, you have to reset and relearn the, the multiplayer skill yeah. set and trees. Now they can just extend it, add in new maps, modes, and stuff where more like a live service game like Warzone or Fortnite yeah. or whatever Apex. Yeah, like. Warzone makes where they make the money, though, isn't it, really? Let's be honest. So if they can actually well, buy them Rambo Warzone. skins, eh, Gray? Oh yeah, yeah. But if you if they can prove Warzone, I mean, at the moment it's quite unstable. But if they can keep putting stuff into Warzone, that's where the money is at the moment. So, I mean, imagine if they—I know this never happened. But imagine they pulled Warzone from PlayStation and made oh. that. Oh. I mean, obviously, there's really got pre-contracts, so they couldn't do that. Yeah, um, that that would be pushing them, but uh, pushing their luck, I think, because. As you say, that's where they make a hell of a lot of money, I imagine. Yeah. Um, but then I think still, but then again, that's probably think, oh yeah, if we keep Warzone on PlayStation, okay. every bit that every time someone buys a skin on PlayStation or buys those season pass, you know, it's coming straight to Microsoft now. Yeah. So you're playing Warzone on the PlayStation, but you're supporting Microsoft now. So, they, should, they should put that as like a purchase notes. Thank you for supporting Microsoft. Brilliant. Sort of just going off this. Old Big Daddy Phil put out a tweet uh, a couple of days ago now. And he said they had good calls of the, uh, this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honour all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard slash King and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. So again, it's a bit of word salad there where he's going existing agreements, desire to keep Call of Duty on there, but he doesn't say we'll continue to release new, new titles. So like that, yeah, reading I into that is it, that it's got to be more, as you say, Warzone. Keep that on there. Maybe update that with stuff related to the new Call of Duty games, and then tempt people over. Oh, you could come to Xbox and play the actual game. You know, here's a skin from the new game, or here's no. a, a weapon, or something. You know, but you can easily go like, oh, here's a new map in Warzone, but only PlayStation and PC users can use it first. Yeah, and then PlayStation yeah. users will get it later. Yeah. Um. So let's go into the list of of games that they've picked up other than Call of Duty that uh, we haven't sort of seen for a while. So there's a list, there's about 30 odd games here, I think. I won't read them all, um, but the highlights, Graham's favourite, Blur, a fantastic racing game on the 360. Um, one that I actually think you would like because it's got power-ups and um, it's more of an arcade style thing rather than just a hardcore racer like like Forza and stuff like that. Um, Crash Bandicoot, Diablo, like you said. DJ Hero, Guitar Hero, Geometry Wars. We haven't seen one of them for a long time. Um, Gun, Hearthstone. I'm quite excited to get that on Game Pass because I quite quite like Hearthstone back in the day. Um, so I'd like to be able to play that on my phone or something. Um, on Game Pass even, sorry. Tenchu, the old games. So we can't get any new Tenchus, but I'd like to see them re-release the old ones if possible. Tony Hawk's True Crime and everybody's favourite, 
Zork. Zork. Uh, oh, and so I skipped over one, which I, I was pointed out, and I'll chat me and Ian and Dan did the other day. Mm. Singularity. Ross, have you played Singularity? No. Great. I don't think you would have played it, Great, but... Uh, about. It's fantastic shooter. It's kind of... Well, I definitely don't think you would have liked it, because it's kind of a mix of Portal meets Half-Life uh, in like a futuristic setting. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. Excellent game. That was the last game Raven did, I think, before they got sucked into Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, really, really good. So I'm hoping to at least, even if they just re release a 360 version on, on back compat, I'd, I'd be happy with that. Um, so does anything there sort of float your boat, anybody? Uh, perhaps we've got Spyro. Spyro, yeah. What do you really do with new Spyro? Well, we'll make a new Spyro, do you think? We could do, give it, get a rare on the case or something, or double new, fine, maybe. A new Ultimate Alliance game. Take that. That'd be good, actually. Yeah, that isn't cack. They need to really improve it. Yeah, the, the first and second one were fantastic. I was going to say, I know, but they haven't now. aged well. No, 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 they haven't aged well at all. But they were great games to play. Oh yeah, at the time they were awesome. But, um, yeah. try to think of the other ones. So we've got Pitfall, Police Quest, Prototype. Anybody like Prototype? Prototype was prototype good, very much. Yeah, I didn't mind that. It was alright. Um, so yes, yeah, so we've got plenty of games. That they could, that hopefully will be chucked in in Game Pass back and pat. Another um, big one that I didn't realise as well, um, it's only just because I'm uh, reading the article on uh, VG twenty four seven, is Sekiro. Shadows die twice. It was actually it. Yeah. published and funded by Activision as yeah. much as it was Bandai. Um, so that one's another one that could end up in Game Pass if they get the rights to it all. Yeah, yeah, it's the thing. It's all it's, there's many people, as I said, Ian, if they that understand the the legalities and the business yeah. speaking, the money and everything. But yeah. in an ideal <laughs> world, we just see all of these games chucked on Game Pass um, for more value added bonus and all that sort of stuff. Um, cool. Let's not forget Bubble Witch Saga as well from King. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I must admit the mobile games are out of my wheelhouse, so I'll let you take that one. Heroes of the Storm <laughs> as well. My parents play that shit. But it might have been the old school Warcraft back as well, you know, one to three. We do, yeah. That, PC game I parts. would I would actually love to be able to jump into them now that I've entered the world of PC gaming and do like all the the Warcrafts with all the sort of expansions and stuff like that. So what about um World of Warcraft then? Do you, you know, some, <laughs> that's the some RTS, were... isn't it? Now World of the MMO, yeah, World of World MMO. World. Oh, yeah, no, so I'd, I'd like to jump into that, but I'd like to play the the RTS. That, what one's that? Yeah, that's Warcraft one and yeah, so two, that three. those I would enjoy, but I'd much rather jump into the actual World of Warcraft type idea. Yeah, so yeah, some people was, were speculating we could get you know the monthly fee included in Game Pass or you know perhaps discounted or stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Would that be tempting to get anyone? I know Ian's obviously big into it, Gray, back into it. Oh, no, not to World of Warcraft. No, I'm not touching that again. That'd be like starting <laughs> hey, a... once. No, especially we're getting back into Skyrim. World of Warcraft's even bigger and there's so much kind of crap. Yeah, yeah I missed all of this at first. I never, I was never, I never even looked at PCs for gaming purposes when I was younger. So um, I would be sort of engulfed by everything to do with Warcraft once if it did come to Games Pass. 
Yeah, you never get to do, unless you sort of have a group of friends on. You never really got to do anything fun World of yeah. Warcraft. It was just a lot of repetition early yeah. days and grinding and. Yeah. But I think uh, a lot. Of th- I think we like something like Discord these days. Like if you're having Discord and having a, a new Warcraft type I, or a new influx of Warcraft players with Discord, where you can yeah. set up groups specifically for specific games. You're going to see a, you can see a massive influx of new players in Warcraft and easy to sort of squad up because of things like Discord and things like Twitter and stuff like that. You've got the clubs thing on Microsoft yeah. as well, if they can make it available through that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so we'll see with, with uh, World of Warcraft perhaps one day, maybe. Uh, we, we got to your work on console, but it'll be interesting to see what they do to adapt to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, 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 I can see it on console. It's just too many buttons to push. I yeah. was listening to something again. I forget where I, I listened to so much stuff over last week about this, and they said that apparently Blizzard have had, um, like a controller-based API or whatever to run in for walk off for years, but they've never actually used it because they haven't been able to sort of get it, you know, good enough to release. So perhaps this might be the final push to be like, here you go. Although, like you said, there's so many, I've only played a little bit, but there's so many fucking buttons to press. It, you might as well just plug yeah. a mouse and keyboard into your Xbox and, and play it that way if it was to come to the console. Um, <laughs> Stop pretending yeah. that you're going to play it too. You're not going to play I ain't it. Gonna, I ain't going to yeah, play, gonna play it. You've got no chance. <laughs> I haven't even touched Skyrim again since we started talking the other week. Let me get back into, get into Royal Warcraft. Um, Let's say you're the kind of guy that can say, where's the Leroy Jenkins button? He is. Well, yeah, I will. <laughs> oh, he does that. Yeah, he does that every game. We'll, we'll talk about that later on. Um, so we put up a poll on on the Twitters at Xbox Tavern. You can follow us. Um, we the other day, which said with Microsoft slash Xbox One, Activision Blizzard slash King, uh, do you believe this is a good thing for Xbox? Um, I'm going to expand that out. We ended up with 94% saying yes and 6%, 6% saying no. Um, I'm going to expand it out slightly to you guys. Do you think it's not a good thing for Xbox? Do you think it's a good thing for gaming? Because Again, as I said already, I've listened to many things of both sides, and there's a lot of people saying it's good because now Xbox can support the teams and sort out the toxic culture, which we'll get to in a minute. There's mm. then but the other side of people are saying that Xbox aren't um sort of organically growing, they're just going, Well, we got a whacking great wallet, we're gonna buy you, 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 and then we're gonna sort of force our, ourselves into a decent position in the industry rather than someone like Nintendo and Sony sort of building themselves up with you know, building the teams, building the games and sort of getting that goodwill through making stuff. Now, yeah, Microsoft just coming, you're good, we'll have you. You're good, we'll have you. Um, and there's the exclusivity argument where, in in my eyes, it, in an ideal world, we would have everything on everything. So I could play Zelda on the Xbox, I could play Halo on the Switch, you know, Last of Us on the PC, well, I will be, probably be able to play it on the PC, but, you know, every, you know you, the console would be more like a DVD player. It doesn't matter what DVD player you, you buy, it will play a DVD. Yeah. And I know that's yeah. an old school reference for you young and sorry, they're discs that you used to put in to watch films and stuff. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, that, it, that would be, personally, for me, ideal, because I'd rather just have one console that played everything. Um, but this is more segment in it, so... In a dream world, that would be ideal, but I think... Exclusivity is a very it's not a concept that I'm overly bored about. Like if I want to watch if I want to watch Daredevil, I have to load up Netflix. If I want to watch the Grand Tour, I have to watch on Prime. If I want to watch Game of Thrones, I need to use Sky. They've not there's exclusivity in just yeah. media. So 
people will just will get over the fact that oh Xbox has all these games that are only on Xbox. So what? If you want to play God of War, you're gonna to have to go and buy a PlayStation. If you want to play Halo, you're gonna to have to buy an Xbox. Just it's the way of the world. So I don't think like things that people saying about Monopoly as well, like Microsoft are just buying everybody. So do you not use Amazon? Because that's Amazon have yeah. bought shit and, tons of companies and, and engulfed them. The, Netflix the Monopoly, bought... the Monopoly thing is not even not necessarily not true, but exaggerated because it, uh, there was a, again a story come out that by buying Activision, it places Microsoft place in the industry a third at something like twenty point two billion dollars for like revenue for last year. But Sony are still above them, and yeah, Tencent yeah. are above them. So we even above they, them. they've spent all of this money, they're still technically not making as much as Sony does again yeah. by sort of organically growing their teams and stuff. <clears throat> um, so yeah, sorry, carry on. I, I interrupted you. I just I, I can't see why folk would be against this. I don't see what there is negative about this. It's not like I know where people are maybe coming from, where they're maybe scared that Microsoft are going to hide everything behind the Xbox infrastructure, but they've not really shown that they're going to do that for anything current. Fair dues, they've said things from Bethesda are going to be behind or only on Xbox and PC, right? But you're still, they're not going to do that with something like Call of Duty. So if you're worried about losing Call of Duty, you're going to be fine. And all it means is it's another set of games that you have to have two separate consoles to play. The exact same as God of War or Forbidden or Horizon or whatever else you want to play that's solely on PlayStation. So people didn't bitch and moan about it when PlayStation had all these exclusive games solely for the fact of, oh, but they, they had their own studios. Well, they had to buy the studios yeah. in the first place. Yeah. They just weren't yeah. big studios when they bought them. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're buying smaller stuff, but yeah, they bought what and was it? Insomniac them. for Spider-Man um, yeah. and then Horizon, uh, was it Guerrilla Games for Horizon? Yeah, so um, and the it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I was about to say something then, it's completely slipped my mind. Ian, say something while I think what I was about to say. <laughs> uh, I don't say. <laughs> My mind's gone blank. Oh, Graham, give us your deep and insightful opinions, please. Uh, yeah, well, I just like to think that they would play a little bit of an exclusivity game, even if it was to, could be used as like a bargaining chip to open some doors with Sony to sort of open up crossplay a bit more or try get to get their hands on, on PlayStation, maybe. Oh well, God! Everyone said that's. I think that'd be the worst coming. thing ever. Yeah. Um, but maybe there is. Maybe it sort of it opens up some doors to sort of have some sort of cooperation with them in either trading <laughs> exclusive titles or opening up sort of uh, the interplay because they've been quite hard nosed about that sort of mm. not wanting to sort of cross play across them. Maybe sort of having some of these titles as a sort of hanging over the head saying, well, if you open up that door, we can open up this for you and start making some agreements. And yeah. It'd be nice to see that bit come into it. I mean, I don't give a stuff which one you play on, but the cross-play has been, been crying out for a few years, yeah. sort of play against them, and it could be used for such much more fun rivalries yeah. sort of to do that. Exactly, and that way you're... Yeah, again, if your friend's got a PlayStation, you've got an Xbox, you can't play together, whereas now it's slowly getting to be more yeah. of that thing. Um, I remember what I was going to say. So you were saying, Ross, about um, when people when you're suddenly buying exclusives and you know, you've got to buy a PlayStation stuff. To do this, it literally is you've got to buy a PlayStation. It's slightly changing now because they've released a couple of games on PC, whereas Xbox, at least if they've got 
buying these com- these companies and having them exclusive. You said, as you said, you got Xbox, you got PC, you got cloud. Um, you, if needs be, you can go back to Xbox One if you can't get hold of a new console. So even though it's only on one sort of console or one ecosystem, there's like three or four points that you could play it. Whereas yeah, it's like, like, you it's like you said. Last of Us, you can only play it on a PlayStation. You can't play it on a PC. Yeah. You can't play it on. If I if I had no interest in playing any other games other than God of War, I didn't like Last of Us. I didn't like Horizon. I would have to spend five hundred pound on a PlayStation to buy God of War. If I wanted to play Halo, I spend two hundred and fifty pound on a Series S, and boom. There we go. I've, yeah. I can play Halo on Blue in the Face. Half or, the money just to play a game. Or just £15 a month for a cloud subscription. Well, yeah. That play it well. on your phone or your, or your laptop or something. Yeah. yeah. Or your PC. Yeah. Or your laptop. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, Xbox are, are not doing anything stupid this generation. And I think a lot of people are expecting Sony to have some sort of answer. And I don't see where Sony can really move to. Yeah. yeah. They're apparently looking at bringing out some sort of Game Pass alternative, which Project is great. Spark, Spartacus, I think. And if they do, then fantastic. But that takes a while to put in the motion. And Sony haven't exactly been quick about fixing issues. Look at PS Now. Yeah. And that that gets, uh, that then gets back into, now you've got to buy a console and a subscription service just for that. And you've got to yep. buy a console and a subscription just for this. And then you yeah. end up mixing it up again and it gets a bit messy. But yeah, I think overall good thing, but there's maybe a little bit of um, uh, sense to some of the concerns where Microsoft is being like, have a stack of cash, now you're mine type thing, you know? Um, and Activision Blizzard haven't got a safe word to use either. So absolutely fact. So Ian, any thoughts or should we move on to the next bit? Well, you had all my thoughts in the previous podcast, so please listen yes. to the special. up on YouTube. Me, me, like I said, myself, Daniel, and uh, Ian spoke for about half an hour on the news. On the day, give it hot takes uh, yes. in amongst other inane chatter, I'm sure. But, but that was, that I was say, good. it's good for Xbox, it's good for gaming. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, it's, this is the way it's going to be, unfortunately. If, if we've got the money, they've got to spend to try and get more people going to their platform. Yeah. And yeah, it's a ridiculous amount of money. Clearly, they budgeted for it. They wouldn't budget it for this much money, and if they didn't have it, and mm, clearly, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. It was the Microsoft that bought them, not Xbox. So reality is, yeah. and they, they've changed um, the way it's it, it's set up now. They've changed the Microsoft Gaming. Microsoft Gaming which is yeah. what's uh, big. Big Daddy Phil is now the CEO uh, head of, of yeah head of Microsoft Gaming, and he's got a lovely team of people underneath him who would again, again will sort out. <clears throat> the toxicness of Activision Blizzard slash King. Well, actually, I think King have been sort of kept out of this, but uh, as you said, <laughs> Kotick's uh, Kotick's due yeah. to go supposedly once the ink's dry. Uh, give him a, a again probably a whacking great payday, and he can sod off into the sun. Um, but they're gonna yeah. obviously all the teams are then going to report to Phil. So hopefully, you can cycle into the sun. They can, like... Yeah, they can have they can have their uh, you know the culture at Microsoft can be brought over. Speaking to absolute bollocks, you know, because I don't work there, I don't know anything about them really. It could be just as bad that we just don't know about it. Who knows? Mm. Um, but hopefully, it's not. Hopefully, it's better and they can improve things. Um, and then they can bring back some old games, get the studios working on games on Call of Duty, on Candy Crush, and on uh, World of Warcraft. 
and get some good games coming out of them. So yeah, that would be hey, nice. World of Warcraft's a good game. No, I meant um, other than just those three games. <laughs> get some other good games coming out. Uh, and at the very least, please bring, please give me a singularity so I can play that again because that was fantastic. Um, it's going cool. to be the longest news story we've ever done. I think it must be. I've, I haven't really been keeping track of time, but it's like forty uh, minutes almost. We've on been flying one subject. Through. Yeah, I mean, we could go quite a bit longer. I think if we really oh, yeah. go into it, but yeah, I think for the, for that for now that I do, I imagine we'll be talking about this for probably the next year until it's finished, until it's signed off, which is due to be done by next summer, twenty twenty three, supposedly. So. We'll see what happens with that. Um, cool. Uh, in in related news, but we'll get through this very quickly. Um, the day it was announced, uh, Sony, the poor bastards, their stock value dropped by twenty billion oh. uh, because of obviously Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard slash King. So Can you imagine, like, I pick up my phone to check like my emails when I first wake up in the morning, or. Whatever it has, you imagine picking up your phone and you had the stocks app on your iPhone and you just go, <laughs> just see oh. this little wiggly line going like this. Fuck? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, shit. I think I don't know if it's still down or if it's gone back up. Stocks are well out of my fucking league. Um, it's but, not back up the full 20 volume, but it has recovered. It's, it's got to be going up. Um, I'd love to be in a again, this, this is not my scene at all, but I'd love to be in a, like a fly on the wall in, in some of these meetings where they sit and go, right. right and then sort of unfold the chart like they do in the movies and just the, the big red lines <laughs> yeah, lines go off the page <laughs> Woo! What, what happened <laughs> did anything happen yesterday um uh, well um it, it did spark some rumors of other people being uh, their stocks going up because people like sega capcom square enix and stuff because people were expecting perhaps that they would be the next targets um which is something we could we probably could get into in another day but like whether Sony's going to buy some people or whether Xbox is going to buy someone else. Um, still holding my hold in how hope for Sega to be incorporated, but we shall see one day. Uh, but yeah, so that was just a, a sort of a, a little aside really to our 40-minute discussion on Activision Blizzard slash King being purchased. Um, Let's do it. Cool. Uh, and then one very quick, complete random tangent that our, our good man, Daniel, has put in the chat. So I'll just quickly read this now. Limited Run Games, they do well limited runs of games they they do physical versions of games special edition releases uh that they tend to do indie games excuse me so if something gets released on steam or something they might do you know a ten thousand run copy of it so you can buy it and have a a limited edition basically Uh, and they partnered with microsoft so they're going to be releasing an xbox game this summer um and that's about it really so if you're into physical stuff still, remember those discs that we were talking about earlier on? <laughs> yep. yeah. If you're into collecting boxes that hold them discs, um, yeah, look out for an Xbox version. Uh, any ideas or any thoughts on what it could be? Anything you'd like to see if you were into physical collecting? The language of love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I should have expected that. I'll frame that bad boy if it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I completed this five times. I love Yeah. Um, Being five times was my nine hundred nine 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 nine. Yeah, any thoughts? Any any game? If they were to release a limited run game of an Xbox game, and what would get you to pick one up? Well, as a physical media, as, yeah, it's like a limited edition physical disc of, of something. Not for me. That's that's not my bag. I'm trying to get rid of stuff out of my house, not fill it back up with <laughs> things I'm not going to use. Fair enough. And so, Ross. I think because I imagine this will be stuff that hasn't already had a, a physical release, so it makes it a bit harder. But 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was just trying to think if there's anything that was Steam based that I'd played that would have been quite good to have a pick up. Nothing really jumps out and springs to me. Everything that I can think of had some sort of physical, even if it maybe wasn't a big game title, it yeah. still had some sort of physical release. Yeah, so is it? Yeah, so it's just, is it games yeah. that have already been out? or? Yeah, well, yeah, it, it, this tends to be games that have already been released or uh, very rarely, I think, new games. But um, yeah, it's stuff that hasn't got a physical release before and then they bundle it in a special nice case and put some artwork mm. and stuff of it. Mm. And, um, from what I understand, they're quite nice, nicely produced, but I've never, I've never purchased one because... As Grace said, I'm trying to make room in my house, not add more stuff to it if I can help it. <laughs> yeah. What would be the favorite collector's thing you've got, would you say? Well, all right, let me think about that one. Uh, who else has got some collector's editions they want to talk about? Well, I'm trying to think. I, I got any, no, I haven't yeah. got any decent ones. That's the thing. I've always been curious about doing it. And then I'll never, then obviously go to think doing it. Or, oh, but it's like 50, 60 quid more. It's like, yeah. I can buy the game and not look at it. Gears of War. I bought the, the edition with a gold lancer. Ah, oh, yes. I remember you mentioned that before. That's yeah. the one oh, thing okay. I, I should have bought. I, I should have done it. I should have done it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm having, a, I'm having a look on the <laughs> look limited run. looking at my run. cabinet now. I can't think of anything. Having a look at the limited run website and just having a look at like some of the games that they've got. And it's like the old school old school Star Wars games. Mm. And they've sort of repackaged like Game Boy versions. And they've yeah. just repackaged it in a nice big new packaging and things like that. Um, NES console games, uh, some ones from there was obviously the old original Odd Worlds, they've got a few of them as well. Yeah, so yeah, it's pretty cool stuff between them and, and super rare games who had just announced they're doing like a pu- publishing thing. Yeah, they do a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of good collector's things. Like, say, if, if that's your bag, you, you need to get in there because yeah, they do some good stuff. Um, Ross, yeah, you got yeah. any? Sorry, okay. I should say the only mild collector thing I've got is probably everyone's got is that I think it was Fable 2 when it came out in that giant book thing with a coin, yeah, that had the good and evil side. <laughs> I think that would be the only part of my, my game. I don't think I've got that one. But one, yeah, of the ones, one of the ones that Gio will be half proud, half disgusted me in is I got one of the higher versions of Resi 6 or was it Resi 5? It was the one that basically came with the badges. So you had like the star badge, the red one, which name I can't remember either. And then it had like an umbrella badge as well, or the pins or whatever they were. Um, and then it came with a big sort of hardback book with all the sort of stuff that was in the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that upset. I think Special Guest Pete gave me that book, actually. Yeah, um, so from, I got they, from his they came with both of them. There. That's the only other book that I can think of. Uh, well, I got. I won't go too long because we're we running along anyway, but... I went through a spat of probably 10 years of buying, not mainly collector's edition, but if there was a collector's edition, I would buy it. Um, and I got the, uh, was it Modern Warfare 2, I think? Come with night vision goggles. You actually and, got the goggles? Um, yeah, and soap head, Soap's head, like a little statue to put them on. I got the Resident Evil 4 chainsaw controller on the GameCube. Uh, I got a nice Sam Fisher statue. Uh, I've got an uh, what's his name from Assassin's Creed the first one Altair Altair big statue of him I've got uh, Alone in the Dark had like a little diorama with the uh, Edward Kent uh, whatever his name is uh, that you could say that was one fucked up um, game a Bioshock Big Daddy I've got fucking oh, loads I've got Zelda oh, the Breath of the Wild I've got the one with the Master Sword 
in the stone with the flowers and oh, it's fucking brilliant. Again, it was like twice the price of the game, but it's brilliant. Uh, and they're all sitting up on my shelf upstairs, all nice and dusty because I'd never ever get around to clean them. So <laughs> worth the money and every penny. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, definitely check out Limited Run Games if you're interested. They'll be announcing it soon, I imagine. And hopefully it'll be something decent. And if it's decent, I might. Right. Housekeeping, people. Let's get into that real quickly. Thank you very much for listening so far. You're a hero. We love you. Uh, we are Xbox Tavern. You can find us at Xbox Tavern on uh, Twitter, on TikTok, that hellscape of a fucking site. Apart from the Xbox Tavern stuff, it's good. Um, you can you go to xboxtavern.com for written reviews, opinions, features, etc., etc. YouTube.com slash Xbox Tavern official, which is where we're recording this podcast right now. And we do it every Sunday, 8 p.m. Ash. Thank you. Uh, a little bit later this week, but we get there in the end. And you can head the down below in the comments or whatever the, the links there's discord and there's other bits and pieces uh, and you can also head to our good friends at insertcoinclothing.com and use the code xbox tavern 2022 oh for god's sake xbox tavern 22 for 20 percent off uh usual t's and c's apply so no shipping no codes no discounts etc etc but if you're looking to pick up some new clothes on there which is some fantastic mass effect merch and some uh what else was on there the other day Oh, oh, I can't remember now. I'll have to have a look. But the new yeah, Kojima like, stuff's up. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's a new Kojima stuff. Um, I'm tempted yeah. by the jacket, even though it's ridiculous okay. amount of money. The new, the new Mass Effect stuff's cool with the new sort of waterproof jacket and stuff like that. With that, that's yeah. cool. Mm. Um, I mean, if I had twenty two percent off, I might have done it. But yeah, <laughs> two percent down. Gotta be a fucking finicky bastard. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, it's like teasing about it because you'll kill me otherwise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so lots of decent clothes on there, as we say before. I mean, this is from Insect Coin. My T-shirt I'm wearing at the minute is a Resident Evil one from Insect Coin. Uh, I, I don't think I've, I've owned about two T-shirts that aren't from Insect Coin, um, and then hats and jumpers. The whole clothes like is Insect Coin, isn't it? Basically, oh. yeah. yeah. Um, well, whole clothes, or wardrobes. I think. Yeah, I've, I've got yeah far too many, but they're all fantastic. So go check them out. InsectCoinClothing.com, Xbox Tavern Twenty Two for twenty percent off until the end. I of do like I do like the bomber jacket. Now you just mentioned that. Yeah, it's good. Um, the Kojima one. Yes. So go check them out. Uh, I bought myself some more clothes on there the other day, but they're, they're fan- they had a great sale going on, so I picked up some bits and pieces. What did you buy? It should be all right. I bought a Gears of War hoodie, a new beanie, what? and uh, a T-shirt for one cap? of the kids. What was the what Gears of War hoodie, was it? Was it uh, a dumb the, one? The grey one with like the uh, am- uh, army print <laughs> yeah. uh, pocket and, and sleeves. Um, yeah, it's so, a big yeah. print that said Dom's my favourite on the front. Yeah. <laughs> just a picture of him and Maria. Maria. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's enough of the, the housekeeping. This check us out. That'd be lovely if you give us a like and a follow and all that. Uh, whatever. We'll keep Dan happy. Um, and tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbor, tell the random people in the street. Just go down the street shouting into the ether and someone will listen and they'll be like, good idea. Let's follow those people. Um, cool. Gentlemen. We do a thing supposedly called the 30 day video game game 30 day video game challenge, uh, which we've kind of hit and miss the last couple of weeks while we've been getting back into the swing of things. But we've got a question this week. And it is what is, well, speaking of fanboy wars and exclusivity and all that, what is your least liked video game system? So this is something that you've played on and thought, I don't know, I don't like this at all. Not necessarily the game, but the, you know, whether it be the controller, the interface, the the just general use of it so let's go with you Grayman. what's your yeah. favorite, uh, what's your least favorite video game system 
So I'm only going from the ones I've actually played on. And just from at the time, my pick is the PS1. Oh, Fanboy, that's it. No, cancelled. It was, yeah, it was obviously the next gen hitting through after sort of having the Mega Drive, etc. And so this was the one that was coming in. And I'm not sure that I'd picked up the Saturn at the time, but I just remember playing on the PS1, just the loading times on that, even back in the day, were still not as fun. And looking back at it now, it's just just how crippling that gaming experience was at the time, just waiting for things all the time. And from going from what that was, when I used to play on the Commodore 64, a proper old school one, where it did take a long time to play a game, going to console-based gaming, which were bang, instant in your face. And then flipping back to a new media, the CDs, and then back to waiting ages for things and... and God help you if it had some FMVs in it. Those things took a while to learn for just a shrunken full motion video. So <laughs> I was like, this wasn't even worth it. Just get me to the game. Just hear the disco. As he's trying to catch up with it. No, I think the only pleasant experience I've had from a PS1, they're probably playing a music generator game. <laughs> that was probably about it. But yeah, out of all the consoles that I've played, that probably left the most sort of sour taste in my mouth anyway. Fair enough, fair enough. And then obviously you've loved PlayStation ever since. Right. <laughs> see, I could I say, I don't think PlayStation yeah, was annoying, but my favourite game of all time was a PlayStation 1 game, so I can't knock it. Yes. Um, maybe maybe one day we'll eventually get that Legend of Dragoon remake, eh? Hey, maybe. one day. One day, one day. Ian, why don't you tell us what about your favourite, uh, least favourite console, I should say, so. Well, for me, mine will probably have to go with probably the most underwhelming console. And that would be PlayStation. No, I'm joking. Also, PlayStation 5 for a joke, but I won't. It is, of course, Sega Saturn. Ross, how do we remove someone from the podcast? <laughs> is there a button I just have to press? Or... I mean, I never played the Sega Saturn, so. Graham, how do we remove two people from the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I only have fond experiences from the Saturn, but I can kind of see. Maybe why someone who yeah. only dabbled with it didn't enjoy it from the same reason I didn't enjoy the sort of PS1 at yeah. the time. Yeah. I was saying, I, I think I just, yeah, didn't have much fun with it. I didn't really get to use it as much. And there wasn't many great games for me to play that I really enjoyed. Outrageous, outrageous. But yeah, um, because yeah, it's just, there's better things out there, really. Yeah. I suppose at that time as well, we were quite young, obviously. So you had you had what you had, wouldn't it? So hmm. perhaps if I'd been bought a PlayStation rather than a Saturn, I'd be in your boat. Whereas uh, yeah, I wasn't. So yeah, you know, you can play what you can play, really. Eh? Exactly. Um, but if you played uh, Panzer Dragon Saga, your mind would change. I'm sure you'd. Uh, well, <laughs> you'd be one. I uh, need to bring it back. They need to be released. Are they really? Are they going to re-release it? Do you think? No, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Uh, but that would be nice if they did. Because I don't want to have to, well, I've already got a copy, but I don't want to have to spend £500 on a copy should my one break or something. Because <laughs> um, they're, they're fucking expensive. But yeah, that's fair enough. So, Ross. Mains, Mains was least like for other reasons than it not being good. Mines was the Dreamcast. And the reason I didn't like it was I felt like it held itself back. Like, it could have been so much more than what it was, and it yeah, could have been, but it could have been, and that know, pisses. Made Jay cry in a minute. Yeah, but it more, <laughs> it's more that it, it's more that it pisses me off. Like, I, I 
it's contradictory to say, but I loved the Dreamcast to an extent, but at the same time, it fucking infuriated me that it was like this amazing, just everything about it. I loved the controller, I loved everything. And then it was just like, I only ever wanted to do things like half measures. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was Sega's MO at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, like, and I was let's like, just try. Uh, I don't uh, enjoy. Uh, no, no, I don't know. Maybe no, I don't know. Let's bring out all these stupid fucking clip-ons that clip into the fucking controller. No, focus <laughs> on just being a good fucking console. I don't care about all your shitty little things that go into the fucking controller. They were quite forward-thinking because they they were the first one with like the the uh, what's it called? Not Ethernet. What's what was it? What was it before? A modem adapter. Yeah, uh, and they had you know the the, the GD ROMs and it was the highest spec console and stuff. And that they was quite ahead of its time. But then as and you said, the, Sega just exactly went, they never well, got anything know. worth it. Exactly. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, we did get shimmy out of it, but it's not necessarily worth the demise of the fancy star online. Let's not forget. I've been my way through a couple of Dreamcast of that game playing it online. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. It didn't live up to its potential, but I still love it. The only thing I would say negative about it is after playing on the PlayStation with the DualShock, um, why they only went for the single analog stick when it was obvious everybody was going dual analog yeah. from now on. Yeah. Um, that would have been, if they'd had the dual analog, that controller would have been perfect. I love that giant disc shaped thing. Oh, brilliant. Anyway, cool. Well, yes. mine is, is perhaps slightly. Uh, gonna upset more people than than your use guys ones. Uh, I'm going for the SNES, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, purely, well, mainly because I was a Sega kid. So obviously, as I said to Ian, I only had Mega Drive, Master System, Saturn, etc. Growing up, but every time I did play on one, I just it didn't spark any interest in me. Like when I played the Master System Mega Drive stuff around Grand Theft, so mm. I was like, I've got to get this. This is awesome. And I played on the SNES, and I was like, Yeah, it's. All right, I suppose there's nothing really that I didn't really like the controllers. The I thought the <clears throat> yeah, just it didn't look like a very nice console, and I just had no interest whatsoever in picking one up. Whereas every other console I've ever played, I've always had at least a spark. Be like, oh, actually, I'd really like to get one and to play this game or that game, whatever. Um, but the SNES just completely passed me by. Um, I'm sure there's some good games on there. I'm sure there's a couple of Zelda's I should have played, but. Yeah, just not, it just did not spark any joy from me at all, um, which is probably going to get me a lot of hate comments. <laughs> just one. a bit, you might yeah, we get pitchforks. Yeah. I may have been on your side, but availability was the other thing. I don't think I ever played a NES or a SNES back in that day. Yeah. Obviously, no. I was off. No one had one. No one really had one around. Yeah, the only time I played it was really was around Special Guest Pete's house. Um, I knew he had one, but I don't think he even played it around his. Yeah, like I said, did, not say, you, did not let you play it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was too busy trying to get in with his creepy neighbour. Or me. <laughs> 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 well, what can I say? I'm, I'm, I am a dish. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah. go on. Uh, so let, let us know down below in the comments and all that goodness things I have to say for to keep Daniel happy um, yeah your least like console or if you agree or disagree with us let us know that'd be wonderful we're in the chat if you're in the chat hi I haven't been keeping an eye on it because I haven't got open but hi if you're in the chat so gentlemen yes let's get yes. to what we've been playing shall we yeah yes so 
it, it kind of ties into what we have planned with looking at the list here. Uh, our Project Game Pass game for this month is going to be Rainbow Six Extraction, which come out on the 20th of January to Game Pass. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment, but we're going to play it until I think the end of February we decided, was it? And then we're going to... End of February, will be the, yeah, and then the new one will be afterwards, after March's one, so... So we had Halo for quite a while. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, so Halo was the last one which we did, and then we had a bit of a break, so we kind of left it off. Does anybody want to give their quick roundup thoughts on Halo before we move into what we've been playing? Immensely fun with people. With people, yeah, it's fantastic. If you're playing solo or, or with randoms, it's just not as fun. No, I mean... I'm... I mean, that's, that's kind of true of all multiplayer games, really, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. yeah true, but I think with Halo... I mean, my, yeah, you probably why all multiplayer games is that's the way, but oh god, it was immense fun with when well, we played our slot, yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I am intrigued to drop back into this new mode, attrition, attrition mode. Yes, I'll, I'll, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I am, it's, I am intrigued with that. I'd quite like to drop back in and get some some games of that played, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm free whenever you, you tell me, and I'll play some attrition because yeah, it's great. If you haven't played it, it's 4v4. Um, teams of eight lives each you have to whittle them down and then when you get down to the last lives per person you uh, instead of respawning you have to revive them uh, and then you have to basically t- wipe the whole team to, to win the round uh, and if you when it gets to that point if you take too long to kill enemies i forgot i don't think i mentioned this the other day like a like a battle royale circle appears and it starts to close in so it forces everybody together so you can't just hide off the of the map uh-huh. um, but normally games are over before it gets to that point yeah, uh, yeah it's a lot cool. of fun and it, it enforces teamwork even if you're playing with random people because I've, I've been playing it um sort of every other day or so just with random team members and it's been yeah it's been great fun um so yeah definitely go check that i'm not sure how long how long it's on for because it's only one of the limited time ones but oh is it oh, if you have time, on it. yeah get on there get on there it's fucking brilliant uh gray any thoughts on halo before we get on to what we're playing this week yeah i haven't had a dabble in the uh, attrition mode yet but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the, the single-player campaign bit. haven't finished it yet, but I will get around to that bit. But yeah, no, I did enjoy the one-player that we played together. And yeah, I could still do a couple more games of attrition when when the time is on. Damn right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, yeah hit me up whenever you like. I'll be ready. Um, yes, video games. Cool. So what have we been playing this week, gentlemen? Uh, let's go to Ross, shall we? Seeing this, he's been back after a few weeks off. Ross, what have you been playing this week? So, with a sort of new Game Pass game coming up, I've been jumping into the Rainbow Six Extraction. So I never played the event when it was in Siege. The, what was it, Outbreak, did they call it? Or I think it was called Outbreak, yeah. Outbreak. Yeah, something like that. yeah, I never played it when it was in Siege. Um, so this was like the first time I've jumped into this sort of, whatever they're calling this type of PvE compared to Siege I suppose um, holy shit like it's hard <laughs> holy yes. shit I'm glad you hard. said it I know yes. we were talking about beforehand but I don't think you were there when we were discussing it Jesus Christ holy fuck um, yeah so deep learning curve very very steep. like I mean I'm not one for tutorials but like I've played like 12% in the tutorial jumped out and then dropped into a game with Dan and fuck oh, that's me. a mistake straight away. Well, I was just saying, like, <laughs> apart from that, I was like, so I thought, right, I'll, I'll, I'll not do my normal. Whereas I'm quite when I when I play Siege, I quite like to have quite an offensive base character, so low low armor type idea, high speed, and blitz anything I can take out. And then if I go down, then at least I might have taken one or two with me. Went for the same idea, and this fucked. 
just yep, absolutely ruined. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's not fucking happening. So didn't expect it to be anywhere near as hard as it was. Didn't expect the enemies to be as sort of not overwhelming, but maybe overwhelming because they just come from every direction. They don't come from they do channels. They also they also do like significant damage, don't they? Yeah, it's not like even like get, there's a lot of them. They just they they one can fuck you up easily. They hit hard, yeah. um, but taking the difficulty out of it and just as a game. Fucking absolutely love it. It's right on my street in regards to it. I love Siege. I like the PvE element to it. I like just the, the learning. The I think this type of game is going to be really important for you to learn the map. Oh, yeah. Um, like you have to learn the map. Um, obviously, I know like the ob- objective points change and shit like that. But You, you tend you to really... spawn in different places as well, don't you? Yeah. You so do, that, yeah. That's the same as Siege. You, you've got different spawning points, but... Yeah. It's like where if you're doing like the enemy base or like say the bomb, the bomb can only ever be in certain places within the map. So if you yeah. if you get your cameras in, you know exactly where to drive your drone to to double check if they're in that place or not. Yeah. And I think once you learn that and extraction, it'll make life easier. Um, but no, so far I've only played a couple of games with like I played a couple of games with Dan, and that's the only ones I've played as with people that I know the rest has just been with random so communication has not exactly been ideal yeah. but no so far brilliant game uh, looking forward to checking out all the gadgets and things like that like they've also got different types of grenades body armors different things that you can inject into yourself to like take less damage or if you do yeah. go down you can revive yourself and shit like that so have interesting you, to see how the story pro- so Karen I was just saying to see how the story progresses obviously you start in one place and there's like I think it's six different areas that you have to progress through the game to get to. Yeah. yeah. So interesting to see how that goes. Have you leveled up to the point where you can start unlocking some more of those things, like you were saying, like the perks and the... So uh, I've only unlocked upgrades. the first one. I've got like body armor. Um, okay. But no, so far it's... Um, I'm really I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing from it so far. So uh, being a Rainbow Six Siege type game... This is going to be supported for so many different fucking things. From it, the operators and add-ons. Oh yeah, you're gonna get loads like of different so, players, aren't you? Kind of. So you're gonna get you're gonna get shit tons of stuff in it. So there's not going to be any issue for longevity. It's just going to be interesting to see where they go with this type of game, different maps and stuff like that. Yeah, and different. Hopefully, in some sort of different objectives within the same maps, because even yeah, the, I, the few games we have played already, we started to cycle them through already, and although we're not doing very well because it's fucking hard. Eventually, you will just be playing the same six or so objectives over and over again, just to yeah. try and grind your level up, basically. Because you've got, like, the what one is it? You've got, like, the catch the area type idea, so you like, get yeah. the people staying in, like, the one wee area for it. You've got the bit where you've got to put the bomb on the, the stems yeah. type idea. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one that we had the other night as well? It's the one with the terminals where you got to press A, B, yeah. C in order um, yeah. within a very tight time limit, which... Which we, which we first time we did it, we fucked up, but every other time we've done really well because we just yeah. stayed by each zone. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, the problem there was finding them, wasn't it? You got to go around and actually find the three points, and then you can't start it till you find A, but then you don't <laughs> start A until you found B and C. Yeah, and then you've also got to, you've effectively got to split up to find them and then stay split up to activate them, and then quickly like regroup together once you've done it so you don't get fucking sport, uh, swarmed. Yeah, you don't mm. want to be left by yourself in this game because like you yeah, need yeah. somebody there to give you a hand up because you will like 
going down's not fucking difficult to do. No. Yeah, no. Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. when we're going, we're going stealth and Jay wants boxing with his shotgun, blowing yeah. up the green bombs. Yeah, so yeah, so, so stealth is, is key, obviously, but it's so easy to be caught off guard by an enemy that sees you and then alerts everyone else. Yeah. We only ever lasted maybe 10, 15 seconds. You're like, right, that's it, guns blazing. Yeah. Fire, fire at will, gents, fire at will. But see, that's where I think like they've changed. Like some of the operators that I've got in. So I'm trying to remember who it was I played as the first time. I went back and started playing a sledge, just because I knew the character. And um, but one of the other guys, he's got a grenade that or a mine that you throw it, and then when it goes off, anybody that's in or any of the enemies that are in the circumference of the mine, they forget where your position is. So mm. if you do get swarmed, you can sort of drop that, get the fuck out of there, and give you a chance to reset for the sort of stealth type idea and the same with the smoke grenades once you throw a smoke grenade they lose your position yeah. so you can retreat back and then try and go through it stealthily again so they have tried to give you options and how to play stealthily but all it takes is that one lone one fucking lone guy to walk around. around the corner yeah, um, yeah. and they give they, when they see you you've got a couple of seconds to kill them before they alert everyone but as you say if you don't see them see you there's a very small like hidden you, you're like i can hear them go <gasps> and they go ah! it's like, oh shit <laughs> swarm 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 so ian what, what's your high level thoughts on what we've played so far on rainbow six other than i love it i think it's everybody. brilliant i think it's absolutely fun it's it's hard which is difficult but it's good because it's good difficult it's a good learning curve you know you've got to be tactical you can't just go running in you know yes there's a lot of trial and error and some maps are going to be fine and dandy you get easy other times you can get three different missions and you get absolutely shafted yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know if ross have you had to rescue one of your operators yet well i was about to say that i've got somebody sitting in mia but yeah. i haven't had a chance to drop back in with somebody to go and rescue yeah so so doing that is a case of so if, if you're operate if you die in a, in a mission and one of your teammates doesn't manage to pick your body up and put them in the extract pod at the beginning level uh, they effectively, like Ross said, go MIA. So hmm. in the next round or next time you go on that level, one of the missions will probably be to extract them um, and they're placed within almost like a tree type thing. And, and you've got to basically try and pull them out. But as you're pulling yeah. them, there's uh, nodes coming off of it, which you have are to whatever the, yeah, the enemy things. Basically, you pull the, the, the uh, operator, but this stuff is basically tightening the grip on them. So you have to shoot them yeah. down while someone's pulling them out. Uh, and it's really hard to try and get it um, to, to get them all and pull them out successfully. And then once you pull them out, then you've got to extract them. But if you don't extract them or if you don't get them out, you lose them and they lose all their progress they made in the mission up until they died. So if you if you earn, say, 5,000 XP, if you successfully extract them, you can still get to keep it. But if you don't, then they lose it. It's gone. Um, but, yeah. but if it had been between the mission that you lose them, you obviously don't have access to them. So that then whittles down the amount of operators you can choose from. So you've always got to pick a different operator for every every time you play. So you couldn't just pick uh, Vigil, for example, and just play as him the whole time because not only could you lose him, but also if you end a mission with only, say, five or six health, then they'll be out for a little while while they're recovering. So then you've got to go and pick someone else, which I'm not overly keen on, to be honest. Because I think that's quite good because it kind of sort of drags you into playing different operators. It does. It does force you to pick other operators, but 
it also means you've got to go through all of them and set them up how you like them. You've got to unlock all the different perks, excuse me, and you've got to, some some of them I just don't like. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. There was one of the characters I played, I just fucking hate the, Their power was useless to me because it's not how I play. But I almost had no choice but to pick them because most of the other ones I do play were out. Was um, the power staying alive? I mean, that is that is a key <laughs> power which I've yet to master. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm not I'm not overly sure about that mechanic, but the actual act of playing the missions, playing the game, um, and going through and playing in co-op, obviously with with Ian and and Pete last night, and yeah, I'm enjoying it. Carlos Seven Eyes always and good fun as well. Night, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean we played for what. Maybe three hours, three and a half hours, and I think we had maybe two successful missions. Yeah, it was only two successful. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. two successful. There's, I mean, but there was Pete. We had two as well, didn't we? Yeah. Or one, one, yeah. one or two. Pete. It is a hard fucking game. Like it is not a walk in the park. Yeah, no, but that's what I think. That's why I'm liking it. Is because yeah, I'm used to all these quite easy games, and I get a hang of it quite quickly. Well, this is now actually quite learning it, and actually it's a bit of fun. But I think like that's Back quite... for Blood was just ridiculous after a certain amount of levels. This is why I like it, like Siege. Because Siege is obviously a game where you can play it and enjoy it, but you're not maybe good at it because of how fucking difficult Siege can be. Exactly. Well, I'm all right with Siege. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not too bad at this. That's why I was sort of kind of, yeah, this game should be not too bad. Fuck. Well, yeah, that's that's what we went in with. Yeah, it's hard against players because, you know, they can be crack shots. AI will be all right, but they effectively can kill you in one or two hits easily anyway. It's um, the ones that are the ones though that you don't expect it because obviously the bomber ones, which are kind of behind you and blow you up, or the yeah. ones that you never know they're going to shoot at you. Like, oh shit, no one shoots at you. Run away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't learned the enemies yet to know which one shoots. No, at neither you. have I. So, I think so. I think only one that I can differentiate is like the normal one and then the elite. And I think it's just because the elite's got bigger sort of so spiky, like spiky head. head. You, you can't get yeah. a headshot very easily, can you? Um, yeah, so I think that's about the only two that I've really noticed. Whereas the rest of them it's just like fuck, shoot it. I did quite like the way they've set up so the missions so you've got the three objectives yeah as you complete one if you've if you're already low on health or if someone's already died you can just extract and just claim whatever XP you've gained for that one mission or you can risk it all and try and finish the next one it's almost like they watched Ian's quizzes and it was like yeah you could do just one answer but you could also do three (laughs) but if you go for three and you don't get it then yeah. You mm. fucked up. Basically, like yeah. Ian's yeah. idea. Perfect we should start analogy. charging for all these ideas that people. I know take, Starcraft <laughs> now. This well, Starcraft. It's fucking hell, man. Get Where's that, the royalties? Big, big Daddy field check in the post, please. Thank you very exactly. much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So great. You haven't had a chance to play Rainbow Six. I haven't. I haven't dabbled into it yet. But yeah, I'm, I think I might struggle. Wasn't the greatest at Siege, and if there's stealth elements involved, I'm in big yeah, it's, trouble. It's, it's not so much that it's completely stealth it's just advised to try You've and be as, quiet as possible a bit first yeah. and then at least until yeah. you start to get into where, like finding the objectives and stuff but yeah so far thumbs up definitely going to play some more this week yeah i think carlos said he wants to play some more as well now, i, I do want to get we... i want to get at least i think um, my aim is literally to not complete this one but get as through all the levels at least see what they're yeah. all like because yeah. you've got to wait and unlock them haven't you yeah, because yeah, they're in tiers. So I think yeah, is it so one of the first ones? Yeah. Is it first ones tier three or tier five? You need to be able to get to the next tier five. Yeah, because we just tier about five. unlocked it the other night. Yeah. Um, I still think uh, now that we know what the game plays like and how fucking hard it is, I still think it'd be pretty cool to have a three v three match. So 
three of us versus you know two two other tavern people and and one of us and stuff and just to see a who can get through it and b you get through like a mission the fastest yeah um, yeah we have to try and figure out how to set that up because that'd be quite fun i think that would be um especially for those that like a bit of competition Ian. of course let's do definitely. it yes cool so rainbow six we'll talk about more next week when dan's back as well uh, we can get his thoughts and opinions on it and hopefully we'll have played a bit more by then ross you've been playing anything else other than rainbow six extraction so there was this small little game that came into Game Pass recently um, called Mass Effect. Never so for, for about the fucking 30th playthrough, um, I'm back playing Mass Effect. I'm doing a... What one am I doing? I'm doing Femship just now because I've not got any more progress on... Xbox. I played it on PlayStation when it first launched, so uh, I've run through. I've run through it as Paragon for what just did run through the main game, and then when I actually come through to play it properly, I'm going to be doing Insanity, Renegade, Femship for the trilogy. Enough, so I think I'm I'm Mass Effect Two, and where I'm up to. I'm on my second set of recruitment. So I think the only people I need to get is. Samara, Samara's the only one I've still got to get before Legion and then do the loyalty missions before I, I do all of that. So I didn't realise, all the times I've played, I never realised you could do it. I never realised there was a way you can do all the loyalty missions that include saving everybody on the Normandy, but taking Legion to the quarrying ship. And I never knew you could do that. So that'll be, I'm going to do that this time just to see how fucking pissed off the quarians get for that. <laughs> just you're just trying to sow carnage and chaos into yeah. the world, aren't you? Pretty much, yeah. So you know your mortal enemies that kicked you off your planet and you've had to stay on a ship for the rest of your life. So like I've brought one to you. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi. And now you two are gonna be friends and just mush yeah. them together. <laughs> you just created them, so at the same time, fucking it's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sit them down, lock them in a room, say deal deal with it, hash it out. Deal with it. Yeah. Nice, cool. But no, that's the, that that one took up quite a lot of the time that I was dying a painful death in bed. Um, and then since the extraction dropped, I've been playing that. So nice, nice, perfect couple of games to sort of aid you in your time exactly. of illness. Illness, nice, Graham. Yes, what have you been playing this week? So I've still been continual, continually dabbling into FIFA, trying to improve my ability to take on a lot of the. <laughs> sort of the division and champions bit and i finally got a team where i can actually compete with some of these ridiculous squads that you see online so i thought you were going to say taking on the pretender dan oh no we, we had that <laughs> discussion last week where, where he admitted how much I, I beat him anyway and now due to a couple more upgrades since then which i i, I taunted him with i think yeah he's going to be in trouble if we do play again um but yeah, it's it's just I wanted to get to a point where I could play the champion section without just getting humped. Because when I first started off, I just would get like rinse 6-0 and stuff like that. And I just couldn't stand the chance. But now I'm actually getting the wins in. I'm sort of uh, started the champions this weekend and I'm two for two at the moment. So I can actually start to hold my own in that bit. But it's still pretty damn hard in that kind of league. Uh, 
it's just something that's never interested me is trying to play any like the weekend league and champions. And stuff yeah. like that. I've just, I mean, I, I enjoy Ultimate Team. I've not played 22 anywhere near as much as I played sort of 21 and 20. But um, I, I like playing, I mean, I'll play like squad, uh, sort of division rivals and I'll play squad mm. battles, but like the weekend, like the proper competitive shit. Yeah. It just, I don't want a game to be ruined because of fucking sheer frustration. And that's all that would get out of me. So yeah, it gets me too. I don't know why I put just... myself through it. It's just, it's just more the fact that I know if I could try hard enough that I wouldn't get just rinsed, that I could hold my own in it. And yeah, I, I sort because of, I'm not a skill player. I play proper brute force, fast pace, passing and sort of tactical defending and it kind of it works so i can't get smashed but (laughs) it's that and that and it's done purely non-money funded i have never bought any packs it's all been on my own and this is the first time like the higher end players have been accessible yeah so i mean like i mean i think not this year because i've not played enough of it but last year i think by the time the game before, well, sorry, by the time I finished playing the game, which was maybe March time, I got like two of the team of the year players in my team. And, like, that was me. I was like, oh my fucking God. And like yeah. that was mind blowing. And then like, you were trying to play some teams that were in like division rivals and they had like six reds, two blues, and then like the fucking <laughs> oh, ultimate. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? How do you do that? How have you got cards yeah. like that? It's like because if you're spending like what Dan used to do, ninety pound a month on fucking FIFA points and packs, then you're going to eventually get fucking ridiculous players. Plus, even if you don't get ridiculous players, you sell fucking three, four, five hundred players in a month. You make six hundred thousand yeah. coins. You buy icons and shit like that. So it's just how much do you make a match? Uh, only about sort of between five hundred to eight hundred coins. If, if you not get much. like a, and how if much is the coin- big pack, gold pack? Uh, 7,500 for like oh, a, a premium one. Yeah, 5,000 for a standard one, but you barely get anything decent in any of those. And then you get like 100,000 pound, like 100,000 <laughs> coin packs that are yeah. like 30, play- 30, is it 30 players and they're all real? Yeah, something like that. And yeah, so that's like your best chance to get like something. good players. And it's still no guarantee. <laughs> no, it's still no guarantee. That's why I was like, it's such a waste of money. I've seen people sort of spending loads of money and just getting absolutely nothing. Yeah, Dan. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's just their, their MO though, isn't it? Like, just chuck us money and we might give you something decent. That's what I mean, but I haven't. I haven't chucked any money and I've still managed to get a half a decent squad now that can compete with these people. The amount of times I've played against Mbappe and Pele and Messi and all of these, <laughs> and I'm now, they, they, yeah, they don't scare me anymore. Those ones don't worry me at all. When you see Rude Hullet in there, that's when you've got to worry. That yeah. guy is, <laughs> his stats are unreal. <laughs> you've got a cane now, haven't you? I've got a super cane now. He, he definitely helps my front line. Um, But... It's still, yeah, it's not even a touch on the likes of Pele and Hullet that's just got like an extra hint on their kind of stats. And that's the thing, like when you're playing it with the when you're playing it to try and play it competitively, yeah, yeah. you you build your team to the team you want it to be. Whereas like when I play it on my team, I'd play it because I want to try as much as I need to try and play it with like the chemistry aspect, I try and put players in my team that I I like. So I don't care like if somebody's got a better stat. I want to have the players that I want in my ultimate team. So like, 
I think I think one year like the only icon I've ever managed to save up and buy was Henrik Larsson, one of my mm-hmm. all-time favourite players. Um, and it wasn't even his like top rated card. It was the like baby icon or, or baby legend or whatever they're called. Yeah. The, the very Base icon. Of, yeah. And it was like he went in my team over a guy that I'd higher rated because I was like, no, but I have Henrik Larson playing on my team. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's not giving me a competitive edge, but I've got Larson and Malt on the team, and that's fucking awesome. Whereas these guys who have got like fucking every player is like the highest rated card you can get. Yep, and I've played against a few of them, lost and some of them, but yeah. Some of them are some of them are like icon that they show, like so like the one that springs to mind that was one of the guys on Twitter that I follow, it was um oh, fuck a card day. And his cards a flashback a card day, it's 91 rated, but then when when you deep dive any of the cards and it comes like accumulative points and it's like shown points is like 2,000, something, something like that. And then actual in-game stats is another number underneath that. And it's like he was 91 rated on his card, but his in-game stats were like the second highest in the whole game. And it was like, like I would never know that. I've got already, he's 91 rated. I've got a 92 rated striker. I'll play the 92 rated striker. But yeah. that doesn't matter. It matters about these fucking hidden stats and shit like that, that people deep dive and have fucking graphs and everything to show. It to yeah, a lot of them make a use the of the, fuck? whether they're left footed and right foot or both footed, their weak foot, yeah. their skill moves. Yeah, they all take it all into consideration now. I'm like, fucking, like, I'm football manager lover and even that shit's too <laughs> complex for me. <laughs> fucking hell. Right, let's not go on too much. I can see Jake glazing over. <laughs> Literally, my eyes just like I was looking at. I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention, and then like gone. Yeah, I'll touch on the the review game, which yeah. finally reviewed and up. Nobody saves the world, and that is a great sort of um sort of action RPG based game with uh just a clever way it handles the sort of RPG elements rather than just um hack and slash, get an experience, grind your way to level up kind of thing. It's constantly based off mini uh, quest stroke objectives. Yeah. And um, basically you're this guy wakes up with amnesia and basically wants to go see the magic wizard Nostra Magus to sort of get his memory back. And he's Classic. the, and the wizard's gone. So he has to go and find out what's happened, but he finds his wand and so, and this wand allows him to change different forms. So he can be different things. So he can be a warrior, a rogue, a, a rat, just a variety of different animals, a, a turtle, a slug. It's just, there's so many different things and different moves for each of them. But to level them up, it's not just hit as many enemies as you can. It can be hit your enemy with one of your special attacks in a certain way, or you have to hit three enemies at a time to progress the objective. And once you complete the objective, you get, a chunk of experience and you'd level them up that way so it's just the clever way of leveling them up you can't just you know pick your favorite one and just storm quite through it you have to level each of them up because you can't unlock another form until you've like got the two lower forms to a certain grade and then it unlocks the next form so it forces you to play as all the different kind of forms and it's just great fun to, to does it play. multiplayer it has got an online co-op but um it's only with your friends. You can't co-op with strangers. But I mean, I suppose it helps now that it's in Game Pass, so you can sort of um, co-op with your buddies if they're interested in playing. Is it just is it just two player or up to four player or something? I didn't get a chance to to try that bit out before. Um, I re- 
my review up on it, but uh, I think it's only it would only make sense to be two. If you had four, I think the dungeons would get way too easy. I, I don't know if it ranks up the the difficulty if you, there is more than two, but um, or if there is a second person, but it's not overly <coughs> challenging because each area is it tells you what kind of recommended level you're at. But if they're too lower level, the enemies start running away from you, and not only that, they don't kind of add to your objectives. So it might be like you have to hit five enemies at once with one of your moves. But if you try it of all the lower end things, it's like, yeah, you ain't cheesing your way through this. You have to hit within your range, otherwise you're not leveling yeah. up. So yeah, it's quite that that pretty way. cool. It is good fun. I totally recommend it. If you like a good sort of action RPG, it's a clever sort of take on it. And yeah, I'm still playing through it now. I've written up my review. I want to finish it because it's good fun. Oh, so yeah, and, it's um, from, the, from the people who made Guacamelee. Guacamelee, yeah. So the same sort of artistic style, and it's quite quirky. And it looks quite cutesy at first until you see sort of the some of them, like the zombie and the mermaid, are quite horrifying designs. <laughs> so, my kids don't like that one. They like me being the, the turtle and the slug but when they see the mermaid. It's like, can you be something else, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I'll pick one of the others. But um, yeah, it's quite a lot of different kind of humor in there. And yeah, similar kind of vein to guacamole, quite sort of weird, twisted humour. Yeah. So yeah, yeah totally looks, recommend. Looks, I, looks I do really enjoy that. Nice. Yeah, and it's it on Game like Pass, so fill your boots. Game Pass for the win. I think uh, looking down our list, yeah, a lot of the stuff we've been playing this week is on Game Pass. Um, <laughs> Indeed. Best, best in gaming. gaming. Spend <laughs> uh, $68.7 billion. Get yourself a decent game or two. Right. Cool. Thank you very much, Graham. Ian? Me? Uh, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> I have been playing, or well, playing, playing loads of titles this week, but the first one I probably want to talk about is a little title called Unpacking. Very nice little uh, little experience, yeah. Have you finished it's it? It's quite, yeah, I finished it also. It's quite a quirky little title where you basically, you, uh, I'm not sure if you're, are you a girl or a man? <laughs> I can never tell. I believe you're supposed to be playing the story of a female, yeah. Female, I mean, yeah. It's asking Jay. Yeah, I was asking James. And basically, you're moving into a house. Yeah, I guess called teddy bears and stuff. Gives it away, doesn't it? Um, and diving. I don't think I've ever been in a dive in my life. So, yeah, basically, a little title about you based on packing your life and you're going through the years of as you're progressing, like maybe you need student accommodation and moving with a partner and basically just generally unpacking rooms as you go along. Um, and then, obviously, not every box in the same room can, well, every item in the same room box in the same room can't have to go to a different room for example you might unpack a box in the dining room and a bit of toothbrush you realize oh no that won't go in the dining room so you've got to move over to the to the bathroom and put it in there and that's quite straightforward quite a short little tile it took me a couple of hours to kind of go through it all so you play on on xbox or on pc uh pc not easy on pc yeah definitely point at mouse and click click away um so yeah Good little tile, good fun. I mean, not strenuous, nothing too hardcore. Um, it's it's quite um, satisfying, isn't it? Really, to just yeah. click a box and be like, right, here's you know, like you said, like a, a book or a uh, a shirt or something. You're like, right, that goes there, that yeah. goes there, that goes there, and then you just sort of gradually stack it all up. Me like, stack anything. Oh, yeah. I need a hanger for that. So you put the clothes on the bed, and then oh, there's a hanger. Yeah, you can move yeah. the bed to close to the hanger, stuff like that. And then once mm. you unpack everything, gives like warnings of like, or oh, that shouldn't be there, that shouldn't be there, and you can slowly move it around to organise it all. Did you see um, when it came out? There were a lot of people, I imagine, young people, 
because a lot of the items in the game are sort of real world things that they like books and, and stuff like that but he also has like interpretations of game boys and uh, game cubes and xboxes and stuff yeah and there was a game cube and people were like, where does this go? I don't know what it is. I don't understand. And like, How do you know what my GameCube is? How could you not know? <laughs> and then there was something like, hang on, it's like 20 years old. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's a good little game. Fun, fun to, I think I said before, my youngest was watching me play it and she took the mouse off me and that was it. I lost her for a couple of hours. She just, just neatly stacking everything. She wasn't tied up in a real house. Yeah. She was happy just stacking stuff away nicely, doing a couple of levels. Yeah, yeah good little game. No, yeah, little fun game. Um, and the other uh, noteworthy game other than Rainbow which we spoke about earlier I will say is I've gone back and dabbled in Among Us mm-hmm. everyone's super sus so is this <laughs> part of your achievement hunting or is this just something you want to play uh, both I guess why not say both but yeah everyone's super sus it's just funny especially when you go into some online lobbies and random if you get a good lobby where people are actually talking and actually kind of wiring everyone up at the same time yeah. Um, you do have a good laugh and of course they've had from when we played before well, we played before back in lockdown days they've had like new like roles like scientists and like shapeshifters so yeah. like you can be like as if you're an imposter you can, be, you can shapeshift into like another person yeah. so like you can kill someone like, in the corner and then shapeshift into them obviously you can <laughs> run around or it could be oh scientists sometimes which is bad you can or scientists or no scientists or engineer you can vent because if you vent and come out, someone goes, oh, you're an imposter. It's like, no, no, I'm just venting. I'm an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, ah, yeah, that's, that's a gamble, isn't it? Yeah, so, so that's very the, much... uh, the crafty one, wasn't it? That was always a giveaway. You vented, you vented. You vented. Oh, like, no, it. no, I'm an engineer. I don't, don't, no, 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 I'm doing this. <laughs> no, it's funny because every time someone saw him vented, like, I saw you vent. It's like, no, I was an engineer. It's like, fuck off. That doesn't, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So, again, were you playing this on PC then or, or on the this Xbox? Again, was on, this again was on, I did for the Xbox for a bit. But then the controller is so annoying. So I went back to the, onto the PC, yeah. used my, got my laptop out. Because yeah. you can type quickly then as well. And it's just a bit more fun. Because actually have some, actually have a good laugh. Because obviously when you're typing quite a lot and you get a good lobby where people are all talking on PC, yeah. you know, it's just people just winding people up all the time. I think yeah. a game like Among Us, um, so like something like this and something like Jackbox are two that we really need to sort of play as a team. Like yeah. play as a group, get it like recorded or streamed and shit. Like that. They're the type of games where they're just hilarious to sit and watch, even if you're not part of it. No, definitely. I'm, I'm more, more for that. Especially <laughs> if we do like on Discord where we all mute our mics and actually play for the rounds. And when it comes up, you know, I'll yeah. mute our mics and talk. That's and obviously, you can make the time round, like, you know, you can make the voting round like two minutes. We can each have a, an argument for two minutes before we even yeah. do the voting. <laughs> That's the thing last time when we did play it with a group of people, we had our mics on and everyone had to sort of behave themselves, which yeah. was mostly all right. Yeah, Everyone's getting off quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep, we got killed in just silence. And then, yeah, like you said, a few people were like, uh, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, no yeah, 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 we should definitely, uh, like you said, get a tavern night one night, see if we can get a few of the guys on. No, definitely. I think yeah. the thing is now the lobby's up to 15 people. Yeah. So, you know, wow. plenty. Yeah. So, <laughs> plenty of people to come up and actually have fun with. Yeah. Nice. We should, uh, we should look into this. That'd be good fun. Um, but yeah. I won't, make, I've, I've played about another 20 odd titles this week. Um, I did say I've retired from achievement hunting, but I'm close to 100 and, 101 million. So, you know, let's get there. You know, the really sad thing is, you're fucking... 100. 
Sorry. Yeah, it's because you're at that. I'm like, the day I ever hit 100,000, I'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm at 70 odd or something. My uh, my kids noticed earlier on when they were sitting on that dashboard that, you know, it sort of flicks between your gamer tag and your email and your gamer score. Mm. It popped up and they were like, why have I got 2,200 and something? And they're like, I said, that's what you get for playing the games of points. And they were like, oh. Does that mean I've got that much money? Like, no, it's not money. <laughs> oh, if <laughs> only nice, it was money. I was going to say, oh. it'd be nice if it worked like that, but no, it's not money. <laughs> Bless her. <laughs> cool. Uh, and if you I, do feel like, I do feel like they should introduce that. So, like, once you hit big milestones, like, like achievements, I'm not saying they'll have to pay it like massively, like Ian hit a million. So, you got like a 20 pound. Xbox gift card or something like that. Mm. Like just like you've obviously been loyal to that fucking console. Mm. Um, so why would you not like give some sort of award? Or, they, like, they sort of did a discount. So if you get over a certain amount of games, we get barely something like a one percent or two percent discount. Oh no, I, don't, I think they stopped that now. They stopped that. I remember. I remember vaguely. But yeah, it wasn't like over like a hundred thousand yeah. game score. Yeah, like yeah, something like two percent or twenty thousand. I think it was back then actually. Yeah. Because um, that, yeah, that would be good. Like I said, Ross, for then someone who realized million, there was fucking achievement hunters and went fuck. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you, get a million, you get like a 10% discount. Right? It's, it's not, it's Shit. why they've stopped I'm at, or hasn't happened in a while. Remember that um, 10,000 gamer score? You get yeah. like, you get 10,000 reward points. Yeah. But it doesn't stop you from making new accounts. So I know one guy on the oh. on True Tune website. He made like 20 accounts and just did loads of 10,000 because there's so many easy gamer scores now, especially with like um, the uh, Zithlon games where you can just pay for like 10 minutes, you get 4,000 gamer score. So just that loads and loads of times, just racked up loads and loads of game poor points. And obviously tra- trade that in for like vouchers and, and, and the boss you code. It's probably one account. Oh, oh. So yes. I don't think, I imagine they won't do that 10,000 gamer score for a long time. But if they do, I'm going back. I'm doing that same thing because yeah. I did. I did it on four accounts. Technically, five I've got for Jay as well. Yeah, I was going to say I've, I've I've saved some games just in case they bring one out of them soon because I've got some. I can get a few easy chivos in. Not that I'm a chivo hunter, of course, but no. But it's actually for like for ten thousand reward points. I think it's like a tenner, isn't it? Pretty much or five or tenner. Yeah, I think mm. yeah, you can get a, a ten pound. I think it's one, twelve think. for ten. Twelve thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. But if you make a new account, you get you get two thousand for free anyway from doing like loads of different things. So I know I did it a couple of times with all the old accounts I got on my Xbox as it is, but I know one guy who did like did like twenty times and said it, just, it worked. I think they've changed way. they've changed how you redeem stuff now. Though. It's a little PSA, I think. So if you redeem credit, it just goes straight to that account. You can't do you don't get a code anymore. But oh, if no. you redeem Xbox yeah. Game Pass, you get a code still because I use my wife's one to get a code for Game Pass, and then I use my one to get a code for Game Pass. Um, Oh, they changed it now then. That yeah, so, so the credit you can't get, but you can still get Game Pass, which is is handy, really. Um, yeah. But wonder, I wonder still then, even if you can't, I guess if the game is lower than a ten pounds, it's a dollars then. Oh, what, pounds, like gift it, gift yeah. it, yeah, yeah. You might be able to. I suppose. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. We could look into that. <laughs> I'm, I'll I'll test it and report back because I've got cool. I've got about ten thousand one. My trying to trade out. tips on how to shaft them. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, they've just spent the 68 billion. They, they ain't short for cash, are they? <laughs> well, I definitely know the yeah. CD keys work one because I've got about 150 pounds on my CD keys and it's letting me buy a yeah. Series S. I'm, that, about, I'm about one click away from buying it. 
along, <laughs> along with my controller. That I won't, the devil stole my idea, <laughs> Mr. McCaffrey. Yeah, nice, cool. Okay, well, I suppose it's me now, isn't it? It is. Uh, what have you been playing, James? Well, I've been playing this game called Rainbow Six Extraction. So you start with operators, and you know, um, the only other <laughs> thing I really played this week, which I think I spoke about last week briefly, was Gravity Chase. So kind of wipeout meets F Zero, uh, anti grav racing. Uh, it's very fast. Uh, it looks pretty decent. Um, and last week I was quite high on it, but I hadn't replayed really that much. Uh, my reviews come out now, and I kind of soured on it by the time I'd come around to write write the review because although the tracks are cool because they're tubular, so there's no sides. So you, rather than pinballing left, right, and centre, you know, because you're going too fast and you can't control it, you just sort of sweep around the tracks. Um, so I like, like that. A, aspect. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. So you literally just you're just like you're like you're riding a pipe basically, and you can just go all the way around at 360. Um, okay, and then just keep flying forwards. You've got to find the collectibles and the boost pads and stuff. Um, but the problem I found towards like the latter half of the tracks, I think there's some like 16 tracks to unlock. Is that they all started to feel very similar because you're going so fast, and because they all they're either the tubular ones or they're half pipe ones, and even the mm. half pipe ones aren't really that that difficult because they're so wide, you, you don't really sort of bounce off them too much. Um, and they all just tend to, to feel almost like um in F Zero, there was a cup called was it the X Cup where it randomly generated tracks for you for, for like a championship. It almost felt like that. Like every time you played it, it, it wasn't really a consistent track design, they just well, we'd chuck a bend in here and a, and a loop here and a, and a, uh, in, a in a bit here and, and just go for it. Um, and it started to feel a bit, not say, not, well, samey, but not, I, I couldn't point you to any, oh, I really like this track or I really like this track. They all just sort of merged into one, um, just sort of built from the same bits, just in different orders. Um, so I, it, it was still good, but it's definitely not the best anti-grav race. I'd still rather play Wipeout or F-Zero. Uh, or even um, I forget the name, but Pacer I played a few few months ago. That was really good. Uh, that was more traditionally hard, like uh, wiping. Um, the other thing I didn't like so much about it was the progression. So, <clears throat> as I said the sixteen tracks to unlock, and you have to every time you launch a, a session, it basically creates a, a new uh, leaderboard type thing. So you play say ten ra- ten races, gives you a leaderboard. You quit the game, come back in. You just start again. There's no, there's no like career mode or there's no like carried over progression, except for unlocking the tracks. However, I unlocked nearly all of them on my solo play. Hmm. Went to play with with some other people to check out the multiplayer because it's up to four player local play, uh, local play, and you have to unlock them all again because each different player count has its own progression. So if you play with one player, you got to unlock them. Two player, unlock them. Three, four. So if, if you play with four players and then one player goes, those three players have still then got to start unlocking all the tracks again. So you can't just carry on and just carry on playing. Um, and other than upgrading your ships, which is all but pointless, really, there's little point to carrying on unlocking stuff other than the tracks. Um, so you get money to upgrade, but it's, it doesn't really do anything. Um, and it's, it's really bare bones experience. It's like an arcade game almost. Like something you put a pound in the arcade, maybe do a few races and then walk off and not rethink really about it again. There's nothing to make you come back to try and complete a championship or create your own tracks or completing a tournament or anything. It's literally just press A, all right, now we're racing, have a few races. Okay, that's it. Turn it off. And that's there's no actual career mode or anything, man. No, there's no career. There's no. not even an options menu. 
I was looking at it when I was watching the trailer. I was like, this seems really like fucking. It's it's incredible. Again, the the actual racing is funny because it's really fast and and the there's three modes. There's combat races, which gives you guns and shields and stuff. There's just pure races, which just focus on boosts. And then there's the eliminated ones. So the last person on every lap gets eliminated until obviously there's only one left. Um, And there's three different speed classes uh, and three different speed classes of ship. So you could go on the hardest speed class and then pick a different speed class ship. I don't know why you would, but you can. Um, but there's no, I said, there's no career, no tournament. There's no. It's not even an options. Not even, yeah, not even <laughs> options. Menu. It, the title screen, press A, and you just load in and off we go. Um, so yeah, it's fun enough in short bursts. And if you're going to play it, you know, solo, it's good. If you're going to play it with co-op, just make sure you're always playing with the same people. But I probably would point you towards you know various wipeouts and pacer and things like that before going towards gravity chains which is a shame because i thought it might be quite decent but never mind that's That's about it really that's about it um i I feel like i played a lot more this week but i can't think of anything at all (laughs) so comes to mind yeah um so we'll go from there the only other thing you're lucky that you've played less games (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean yeah i'm not going to be entering any achievement hunting uh which is about 20 of those games i played off, off my list <laughs> in my mind <laughs> there's one game that really annoyed me which was called life or fly there was, oh yeah um i don't know if you played it but it's basically like you're pretending you're to be a flying like this orb thing you have to go through like checkpoints but there's loads of commentary whilst you're doing it but the commentary is really quiet mm. and there's no fucking subtitles options <laughs> so, I'm just trying to listen to the guy what's he saying like turn the TV up too loud but then as soon as you start collecting the orb that's too loud like what the fuck yeah uh, yeah I've heard of that game I, I yeah it. so I stacked that up straight away I got really annoyed yeah. I was like fuck that <laughs> well we can talk about more games that we have played and hopefully we'll enjoy next week um, again once Daniel's back hopefully we'll get back to the the fearsome fivesome I don't know if that's that's a name if he's allowed stick. if he's allowed yeah <laughs> Please remember the safe word by then. Um, cool. So let's get into the sort of final roundup of the show, gentlemen. Again, yes. thank you very much if you've made it this far. You're a hero. Um, we've got many reviews over at xboxtavern.com. A few I put up this evening, actually, while I was doing it while we were kicking off. Uh, a Year of Springs by Daniel. Nobody Saved the World by Graham. Gravity Chase. And then there's bits and pieces. Uh, James put up his preview review, if that makes sense, of the Anacrucis. Turns out, I don't think we'd bother playing it, Ian. I thought it might yep. be something we could quite get into, but it sounds a bit naff, uh, at least in no. its current state. So we should probably skip that over for now. And then Windjammers too. I don't know anybody ever played Windjammers. I hear a I've lot about it. I actually downloaded it, but I was going to have a little crack here, but I haven't got around to it yet. Yeah, so uh, AJ reviewed that. It's quite high on it. I'll give it a nine. Um, yeah, it seems like a pretty decent, again, maybe like a short arcade style mm. experience. But That's why I'm getting in on it. Yeah, mm. definitely give it a go. Um, However, we talk about our good friend Game Pass all the time. If anybody else wants to spend several billion and get access to the games, there's some that was a terrible segue. Ross, what's up <laughs> with the Game Pass? Yeah, that was. I was tro- trying to make shocking. some sort of joke about spending too much money on games with Game Pass, but I've lost it completely. I actually have. I've actually forgot my my job for this week, so I'm literally just pulling up the list just now. Um, 
So games added to Game Pass in January. So I don't know if you've covered it. So I'll I'll go back a week and that's about it. So starting from January 20th, we had Paparazzi, um, console PC, Death Store, Cloud, console and PC, Windjammers, console and PC, Rainbow Six, uh, Extraction, console and PC. People who might have been distracted by that news might not have seen that the deluxe edition of Siege also went on a Game Pass. Um, so that was console and PC. Windjammers 2, which was cloud console and PC. Hitman Trilogy, which I'm sure Ian will quite happily jump through and play again. I'm very, um, no, I'm upset. I'm angry about that. There was no window stack. Oh, they don't oh, double okay. stack in the cheat oh, no, no, I'm grumpy. Just, <laughs> no, I'm not going to go back to it. No, I will go back to some of the um, escalation modes and the arcade mode. I do really um, want to play the Seven Deadly Sins, but when, only when it's on sale. Um, um, Windjammers 2. Oh, sorry, I say Windjammers 2. And the last one was Taiko no Tatsujin, the Drum Master, which was console and PC, which is one of the ones that are still to come, which is January 27th. Nice. So I, I think we spoke about it you know, a few weeks ago, however, but January's kicking off like a fucking trooper. Got yeah. some excellent games coming in already. And we haven't even reached the end of the month yet. So Mass Effect, Outer Wilds, um, Rainbow Six, Extraction and Siege. And that's all by the 20th. And, and Hitman. You know, and I'm, Hitman, I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to trying them at last because I've always wanted to proper try getting into them. But nice. Ian. Hi. Is leaving. leaving us? Yes, we have two games leaving us this month. Uh, Nowhere Profit, Zeno Crisis and Cyber Shadows. Cyber Shadow. Um, nice. Well, I haven't played. Is that a crisis? Then, so. I played bad. Nowhere Profit. I enjoyed that one. I think I reviewed that one. It was all right. Right. any good. Yeah, it's kind of a card-based kind of oh, uh, yeah. RPG style one. So, uh, yeah, if you're into sort of tactical card-based games, it's not too bad. It's got quite an interesting story. It forces you. There's like loads of different styles to play, so it's never like the same play for each time. So it's quite interesting. Nice, cool. Nice. Well, yeah, go check them out. I think Cyber Shadow got quite a lot of love as a sort of like old school Metroid and uh, Ninja Gaiden style, old harder 2D action game, but I never got around to trying it. So, Graham, yes. games of gold. Those people who still like to redeem them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Free games yeah. for all. There is no hey, auto redeem now, don't they? From, don't know about that, but. It might be from January the 1st to the 31st. A Ground, which I played, is pretty decent and quite a fun playthrough from January the 16th to February 15th. And Space Invaders Infinity Gene from January the 16th to the 31st, which is crazy mental. I had a devil on that. It's, yeah, it's weird. Nice. Good. So go, go get them downloading because, as you say, they're free. And if you decide it's one day you think, give it a go, you got it. Right. Anything else, gentlemen? Oh, Jesus, excuse me. Before we wrap the thing up and go, because we've been, it's a lot later than I expected by now. Yes. We, we no, that's going to be angry. We proper got into it, didn't we? All right, well, I'm not reading that. <laughs> Let's get into the butt plug, shall we? Thank you very much. What plug was it today? I missed it. Uh, no one's changed it, so I'm not reading the same one twice in a row. Uh, twice in a row. <laughs> that's not good. So thanks for tuning in. We've been Xbox Tavern. You can find us at Xbox Tavern Twitter, uh, Facebook, TikTok, this, whatever, anywhere you want to find it, it's fine. Uh, com for all written stuff, YouTube, Xbox Tavern, uh, sorry, youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern official, which is where we do this podcast each and every Sunday, 8 p.m. Ish. Thank you. Um, 
and yeah thank you very much for listening you're a hero we love you and you can follow myself at enxn you can follow good man graham at graham reaper ian naughty way and scottish graf ross thank you very much we will see you again next week peace farewell and love Thank you.